have begun experimenting with artificial intelligence, or AI, in our investment work. Not in portfolio management, mind you. The risk of the oft-exampled tendencies for AI to hallucinate seem confirmation enough that the technology remains far too fresh to prudently incorporate in any fundamental way into an investment process. But that doesn't mean the technology is without use. For example, I was looking for a commentary the gist of which was that it's better to save often and early in life to maximize long-term financial goals. Of course, savings is a topic to which I've turned often in past commentaries, so I was having trouble coming up with a simple search term that resolved to just a few months of editorials. I had just signed up for Microsoft Copilot for Office Operations, though, which is the mechanism by which Microsoft has leveraged its relationship with ChatGPT into its productivity software. So I thought to myself, maybe Copilot can find it. So I asked the bot to find me a doc that discusses the long-term importance of savings. Perhaps a bit shockingly, it found the one document that best addresses that a topic. Amazed as I was, that wasn't actually the document for which I was searching. In fact, I wasn't even sure what the rest of the document discussed. I had only the inkling that there was some cool charts in it. So I told the bot that wasn't the one and asked if it might kindly provide additional examples. The next proposal was a table that, again, specifically addressed long-term savings. This was a one-off for an advisor about which I had totally forgotten. It's pretty cool. But again, not the one I was looking for. So I asked the bot to limit its search to files with the word commentary in the title. And bingo. Among the two or three, I don't recall exactly, results was the very commentary I wanted to reread. Versus perusing the many tens of results with some version of the phrase long-term savings in their contents, two minutes of back forth with an AI chatbot found the result. Scale up even such relatively narrow and minor boost to productivity and one can see the promise of AI. As for all the talk of including AI in investment management, well, let's just say we continue to harbor concerns. Less for the potential misapplication of the technologies, but far more for the potential misrepresentation of the technologies in the marketing of investment solutions. We're seeing the latter already, finding a host of managers boasting their uses of AI. We imagine, though, that the intelligence that's being implemented amounts to little more than somewhat fancier iterations of a classic optimization. Optimizations, much as the word suggests, seek to find the best possible outputs from a given set of inputs. In the investment world, the inputs generally are the returns and volatilities of various asset classes. The outputs generally are the expected returns and volatilities of an idealized portfolio of those asset classes. Now, an optimization can be tuned in many ways. First, one gets to choose how to incorporate the inputs. Do we accept that past performance is indicative of future performance, or do we think that the returns for various asset classes in the past will be different in the future? A value investor, for example, might believe that the past underwhelming performance for value stocks suggests that future returns might be much better. The analyst can then boost the expected return in the optimization model to have it favor the value-oriented exposures. One can tune the desired output, too. For example, we can optimize for absolute returns, risk be damned, or we could optimize for risk-adjusted return, and we can set any number of parameters on where along the risk spectrum we'd like to rest given, for example, a qualitative assessment on where risk likely will most present itself in the near and medium terms. I think you can see what's happening here. By allowing ourselves to tune the optimization, we narrow the potential outcomes. The upshot is that we tend to do so in a manner that suits some other, generally more qualitative assessment of the future. Said another way, we may have the tendency to arrive at a solution via that fancy math that's close to the one we might otherwise have resolved without the optimization. Another example of how this works reflects constraints we may wish to apply on the maximum exposures to any one asset class. 
In particular, when considering risk-adjusted returns, some asset classes, say U.S. high-yield bonds, for example, tend to score very highly, such that optimizers may tend to favor them in a manner that leaves the hypothetical ideal portfolio too heavily exposed to those types of bonds. So the analyst sets a maximum constraint on that exposure. But how to set that constraint? As you might imagine, there are myriad ways to do so. And as much as any analyst likes to say that math is used in this process, even that math tends to rely heavily on the analyst's own views of the future. Similarly, asset classes with relatively weak historical risk relative performance might be left out of the optimal portfolio if, for example, they tend to behave like other potential exposures, only with less desirable performance traits. The value stock exposure already mentioned, as well as small cap and most international stocks, fit that bill at the present. But would it be prudent to exclude those exposures from a portfolio solely based on past performance? We don't think so in particular because intuition and longer-term historical perspectives suggest a far more favorable profile of outcomes than the recent past. And that brings us back to AI. Many investors will want to incorporate the technologies into their work, but AI's tendency to make up facts may amount to a trust wall that will limit AI's immediate, perhaps even medium-term usefulness. And just as I guided Microsoft's co-pilot toward the answer I wanted, we foresee many implementations serving merely to boost the implementer's existing biases rather than augment analytical processes. And, well, that won't be surprising. As I was seeking to wrap up this note, I actually asked Copilot for its thoughts on this piece so far, first stating that its response was not based on the document, a statement obviously at odds with my request. Copilot provided the following. I think the author raises some valid points about the potential benefits and limitations of using AI in investment work. One thought I would add is that as AI technology continues to evolve and improve, it may become more reliable and trustworthy in its ability to make predictions and provide insights. Additionally, the use of AI in investment work could potentially be combined with human expertise and judgment to create a more robust and effective investment process. It's also important to consider the ethical implications of using AI in investment work, such as ensuring transparency and accountability in the decision-making process. And there you have them, some subtle improvements to the piece that served to round out the perspectives, already making itself useful Copilot is. And when I'm done recording this piece, I'll shoot the file over to Adobe to allow its AI-based voice processor to clean up this audio. We certainly expect to find more such benefits over time. Meantime, the most obvious experience created by AI for many is the breadth of the theme's seeming dominance of market interest in returns over the past year. To date, that dominance has been focused on companies providing the means of AI development, like chipmaker NVIDIA and early champion of broad AI use, Microsoft. We doubt the theme will stop there, though. Even as we marvel at the fallibility of the processes via which artificial intelligence develops responses to user prompts, we accept the great promise of AI. Having already glimpsed a tiny bit of that promise, we expect potentially grand benefits to productivity and creativity to develop over time, benefits that just about any company may enjoy, and that potentially far broader benefit, we think, eventually may enable the rest of the market to catch a ride on the AI theme. Importantly, this podcast is not presented as an investment recommendation. This is not a solicitation to invest in any investment product of Signature Resources Capital Management. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or to predict future performance. The approach described may not be right for everyone. No one listening to this podcast should take our comments as advice specific to 
or appropriate for their individual situations. Individual circumstances should be taken into consideration when determining a suitable investment approach. All investing carries risk, including the potential loss of principal. As with any analysis of economic and market data, it is important to remember that past performance is no guarantee of future results.